beautifully complex and complicated and unexpected and overwhelming and challenging and um, it's shown me that I can do hard things and it's teaching me to trust the process of all of this and I'm cultivating a new identity and it really is a continuation of my pregnancy in terms of letting go and allowing an aspect of myself to, to die essentially so that this new version of myself can be born and can live and can thrive and you know I can bring the lessons that I've learned I can bring the essence of who I am of who I was into this new portion this new chapter of my life but I am a new person and you can't go back to the life that you had. And that reckoning is really challenging because I'm trying to cling on to something that feels familiar and nothing feels familiar. I'm trying to cling on to a sense of normalcy, a sense of, um, of who I was, to a sense of comfort and I don't have that. And I've been struggling more, I think, on the days and in the moments when I'm like striving so hard to get back to where I was, to cling on to something of where I was that feels comforting. Um, and because it's what I was used to and now I'm in this place where nothing feels comfortable everything feels unknown everything feels uncertain I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know how to create a sense of safety and so I'm in this almost constant like fight or flight survival mode like this chronic stress and so it's hard to be creative. It's hard to access the logic, the problem solving, the self-compassion. Um, it's hard to create a new normal um, in this postpartum time, especially with the addition of the coronavirus going on and all of that um, anxiety compounded on top and it's kind of interconnected and I have trouble um, unwinding and separating the the emotions of postpartum and the virus and it kind of is just all interconnected um, but the days that I feel most okay are when I can accept the emotions that are coming up with 
without this massive judgment compounded on top of them. So for the first four weeks, I really did not feel connected to my baby. I cared for him and all his and all his basic needs. Um, but I did not expect to not feel immediate love. And maybe the the newborn period, maybe love is just meeting their basic needs. Maybe that's what the love looks like and feels like. At least that's what it was for me. It was not, did not feel like love at first sight. It did not feel like um, the love I have for other relationships in my life. It felt like I was babysitting someone else's child. It felt like a stranger that I was taking care of. Um, and what I didn't realize that newborns don't give a lot. They don't really give anything. Um, you give and give and give and give, and there's little received in return. No um, social reciprocation in terms of smiling or eye contact or... Um, and so I just kind of felt depleted and disconnected. And I felt moments of the darkness pulling me in and of where it could take me and that was really scary um, and I haven't felt that sense of hopelessness to that extent in probably years and that sense of numbness and and that and then you feel, I felt the guilt for feeling those things because I just have this beautiful, perfect child. Um, and with time, so probably about four weeks into it, um, the moments of feeling that deep darkness started to decrease in frequency but they were still there um, and about four weeks he started to smile and that reciprocation a little bit started to build a sense of connection and we're about seven weeks now and we're still building that sense of connection and I still have days of massive anxiety I still have days where I feel disconnected um, I still have days when I honestly feel like I wish I wasn't a mother. I wish I didn't have this child. I don't want to be a mom. I don't think I'm cut out for this. This isn't the life that I wanted even though I thought I wanted it. Um, I want to go back. Um, what can I do with this child because I don't think I can take care of him um, and then there's moments of just massive massive worry about his well-being and at this point that's mostly what the the connection feels like for me is this massive worry is he gonna be okay and that 
in a way that's what the love feels like now it's not I'm meeting your basic needs without feeling a connection but the connection now is mostly a sense of worry a sense of worrying am I going to be able to protect you I don't want you to get sick I don't want you to get the virus um I need to watch you every second that you're sleeping because I'm worried about SIDS. I'm worried about, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried. Um, and there's a little bit of a sense of connection of I love you, but it's more I'm connected to you and I need to protect you and less about the moments of joy. I do have them. And they are increasing each day. But the sense of worry is very strong. And in some days, in some moments, it, it feels debilitating. Um, and so I do live with this intense anxiety right now. Um, I have always... Um, kind of lived more on the anxious side um, but what I'm noticing now is more the the physical symptoms the physical sensations of anxiety of severe at times chest pain and a clenched jaw and those are the symptoms of anxiety that I've noticed in myself for years but they are more intense um and it's not all day long every day but it's still there and what I want to tell myself and remind myself and this is the most challenging part is like the emotions are coming in waves and in those moments of darkness in the moments of feeling like I don't want to be a mom today I really don't. Not getting sucked into, I'm going to feel like this forever. That's when the spiral starts and brings me down. And just allowing, and not adding judgment on that feeling, but continuing to care for my baby and allowing that, that emotion to exist at the same time. And that's a really challenging place for me to be is to hold both of those experiences of I'm learning how to care for you and I'm learning how to fall in love with you and I don't want this all the time and I'm worried I'm always going to feel like this. Can I allow those feelings and thoughts and emotions to just be there? Can that be okay? And in this moment when I'm not in that severe anxiety severe darkness feeling I have that insight um, and so maybe it's me recording myself uh, reminding myself that those emotions are okay and those emotions are normal and that it's not going to last forever and 
that that wave will pass. Let that wave wash over you so the next one can come. Um, you are not drowning. Just allow it to wash over you. You are in a massive growing period. I thought that, you know, I, it felt like I was this caterpillar and when we found out that we were pregnant, I was in this cocoon. And I wasn't ready to go in the cocoon. I didn't know I was gonna go in the cocoon. So it was just like a massive change. And I thought that as soon as I delivered, I would break out of that cocoon, metaphorically, into this butterfly and be this new person. And I would be flying and it would be magical. And I would be ready to accept this new identity. And what I'm realizing now is that it wasn't. The delivery was kind of a crack in the cocoon, in the chrysalis, but it is still there and I'm still breaking through. I'm still learning how to embody and accept this new identity and that's okay. It's okay. I'm gonna be okay and can I just allow the way that I feel to be okay there's nothing wrong with you and you may or may not feel how you thought you were going to feel as a mother but you are not gonna feel this way forever so allow the emotions to wash over and allow it to be okay and allow yourself to feel the moments of joy and to feel the moments of overwhelm and it's a really scary uncertain time as post as just a postpartum woman and then with this uncertain time in our world it's just like a massive calling to lean into faith and to really understand that you can do hard things. You are stronger than you thought and you can do things that you never thought you would be able to do. Um, but so that's, that's where I'm at is in the, in the really tough moments and days what can I do to get through them? And how can I prevent them? Um, I am in therapy right now. I started reaching out to a postpartum therapist, um, which is really important. Um, I started taking some medication, which I really didn't want to do. Um, but it doesn't have to be forever. And if it's just another tool to help me be able to use my own coping skills so I can better show up in my life for myself and for my child and my family, then that's, that's what is best for me right now. Um, 
fresh air. And this is the first moment right now, me driving to my um, post-delivery OB appointment um, about seven weeks after delivery. This is the first time that I've been alone and since delivering, really, except for maybe a 20-minute walk around the block. And this, this is the first time I've felt any words coming to me to be able to speak, um, to be able to express. This is the first time I felt a sense of myself, a sense of freedom, a sense of, um, I'm going to be okay. And I think that's a signal to me that I need these moments by myself to build that trust in other people that they can care for my child like my husband can care for my child without me being there that's okay I need to learn that because it really does take a village and I am going to deplete myself I'm going to spiral I'm going to fall apart if I don't learn how to take these moments by myself for myself to really remember that I am a person too. And my baby needs to learn that there are other people for him too. And and so this is a big learning for both me and my husband that to build his confidence that he can do. He can do it. He can be the primary caretaker when I'm not there. And it's a learning for me that I can do things by myself and my baby will be okay. And I can feel this sense of freedom. And that's where I'm at today. And this journey is really teaching me how to practice being in the moment because every moment feels different and when I think about the future and I live in the future it's overwhelming it's not exciting to me right now it's scary and it causes a spiral and so staying in the moment and everything is okay in the moment even when the feelings don't feel good in my body um, it's okay and cultivating a sense of safety in the specific moment. Right now I'm in my car and I am safe. The fear of getting sick, the fear of something bad happening to me or my child or my family, it's very real and it's visceral and way it's okay when those feelings come up but coming back to the moment of I am here with my feet on the floor with my breath um, and walking myself through those moments and just sometimes the waves are small sometimes they're big sometimes they last forever or what seems like forever they last longer sometimes it's a quick wash over of those really uncomfortable feelings but it's a 
wave. It passes. And so how can I be in it and get through it? Um, and how can I start to embody this new identity of who I am? And keeping the essence of who I was in the places that really meant something to me. Um, and this is what I'm learning right now. How to feel like me and discover who me is right now. Um, how to lean on other people. How to be in the moment and not lean into massive faith. How to lean into massive faith in this massive time of uncertainty. Um, and how to find the moments of joy because this is life and you don't know what's coming next and so how can I find joy for my life in this moment and because I don't know what's coming next and I can't go back to what was I keep coming back to that Holland poem that a woman wrote um, it's called Welcome to Holland and it's like you you expected and planned to go to Italy and you realized you're in Holland and you can never go to Italy you can only live in Holland but if you keep missing Italy if you keep spending all your time thinking about Italy, wishing you were in Italy, you're going to miss out on Holland. Even though it's not what you wanted, it's not what you expected. And that's where I think I am. This is this is my life. I am in Holland and so where is the beauty in Holland? Even though I was prepared and ready and wanting and hoping to go to Italy, I'm not there. I am in Holland and what is here? What joy and love is here? 